There are certainly a lot of people coming in here. I guess I should get a door installed. Well, welcome to the Nandorium. I am Nandu. How may I help you? Interesting? Yes. Yes, they are preparing. Her ladyship has visited us, and she had moved on. I fear that we will be sucked into dark events. I blame Jarek. And myself, of course myself, you know, because I'm Nandu and I'm in charge. So how may I help you? You would like access to the temple? Since it is dead, I do not see why not. Please, Cherok will take you down. Hey, Max, X, Randy, can I bother you for a moment? Yeah, it's me, Ed. And well, I just want to let you know that I'm prepared to... Move my army out of the barn. We're heading off to war. And, well, I just needed you guys to know so that uh, Mom and Dad don't get mad that I didn't tell anybody where I was going. And, well, yeah, I know you guys are asleep. And uh, I, I would really ask that you choose not to follow me. But, well, you guys can do what you want. Just remember that if you follow us, you're following us into danger. So bring weapons. Maybe even your own army. Time is almost upon us. We are prepared. When the gate opens, we will go through and we will have our vengeance on those who shut us away. No, no, I'm fine. I'm just choking on a throat lozenge. Fezzik, when Val left, which direction did he go? He headed in the same direction we're heading. All right. So at, at this point, then we'll stay on the trail. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Okay. Yeah, I guess uh, if anybody who wants to can roll a survival check. I mean, you're following a trail, but see if you pick up any signs of anything. As we are packed up and getting ready to head out instead of being the pack mule for the day I'm going to shift into a snow leopard uh, and then I'm going to truck ahead and see if I can't pick up the trail. I believe I have have advantage on perception Yeah, yeah, give me a perception roll uh, 21 and 27 Uh you smell not only the smell of Val, but you feel like you can smell emotions. You almost smell fear from the dragon. Yeah, not that you can convey any of that in, in uh, snow leopard form. I'm gonna take one of my paws and just kind of dig in the dirt and just draw a unhappy face. And then the direction of the arrow, like an arrow direction of where I think Val went. And then I'm gonna trot ahead, but I'm going off trail. So I'm going to go kind of into the brush and up the mountainside and parallel the trail so that I'm not directly on it, but I can see it and hear it clearly. So far, at least, you know, with that 27, you see that you're kind of free and clear for at least the next short part of the distance. So far, Viver is the only creature besides local wildlife that you've encountered. Okay, so every like two, three hundred yards, I'm going to pop back onto the trail so that the group can still see that I'm paralleling them and just kind of shrug and then run back into the underbrush and dart ahead again. 
I rolled a 14 on survival earlier on. You're seeing clear signs that Val did not attempt to hide his passing. So, you know, any, any place where there's dirt instead of stone, you, you'll see footprints. Val did give me some general directions of which way to go, but that's still a couple hours out from where we are now, but. Yeah, and so far you haven't seen much of a deviation in the trail, so you know you're very hard for you to get lost. It's more, you know, the survival checks are for knowing what is around you. Occasionally you do see what looks like small creatures, typical things that you'd expect foraging for food. Can I take a swipe at a rabbit or whatever along the way? Um, yeah, let's say, give me, roll me a real quick perception just to see if you spot one. <laughs> yeah, there may not be... 26. Okay, yep, you you, you see one, take, take your swipe. Uh, two unarmed. Uh, twenty-one, but as a yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you hit it. <laughs> it's actually a twenty-three, but yes, okay, fair enough. Oh well, yeah, twenty-three. This was a really powerful rabbit mage. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and just pounce on it and just kind of kill it without like completely mauling it. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, you know, just yeah, just the sheer weight of it, you probably could snap its neck. Yeah. When I catch the rabbit, I'm going to kind of sit by the side of the trail, wait for the group to catch up with me, and then just kind of turn it over to either Fezzik or Stanton, whichever one's closer to me, and then kind of dart back into the brush. Okay. And so behind you, I'm assuming you're letting Phil and uh, Viver walk behind the group. You see them both kind of go throw thumbs up <laughs> like, like, like like they were like rabbit. So I'm just kind of going to make a habit as we're traveling down this path. If I find any hair or like the equivalent size prey, I'm going to try and sneak up and pounce on it. Yeah, roll me a 2d6 just to see how many you do find. Uh, eight. Okay, apparently you've uh, found a, a, a little warrant. And I just keep bringing them back as I catch them. And I keep collecting them as he catches them. How are you storing them? Uh, well, ba- basically what I'm doing is I'm stringing them through with a piece of leather thong. And then it's just a question of removing the organs, stripping the fur, and being able to cook from there, so. So about a half hour short of noon, you all encounter a stream, which Phil and Viver head straight for, scooping copious amounts of water out into their mouths. What would the rest of you all like to do? I'm gonna inspect for um, footprints or signs of out because we're getting close to lunchtime now. So go ahead and give a look. 13. Okay, uh, yeah, the 13, you're noticing that while you're still seeing them, it does seem like he's being more cautious about uh, where where he puts his footfalls so that he's trying to hide his trail a little bit, but you feel like any of the footprints you're seeing were left for you. I got a 24 on mine as I'm kind of arcing out wider from the group a little bit. Yeah, you notice basically the same thing that it's what you're seeing seems extremely intentional. And most of it's down by the main trail, but in spots where footfall wouldn't probably normally occur. So that, you know, a less experienced tracker might not notice them. So I'm gonna go over and get a drink from the stream also. I think we should all fill up water skins. I'm not liking the signs of what we're seeing in regards to Val. Do we, do we need to stop and eat now? We wanna press on. We haven't seen Val yet. I'm here with the trail mix. Corin? Oh. Corn up, corn. What? Yes or no? Nod your, nod your snow, snow leopard head if you want to keep moving. Nod yes. Okay. We should move for a couple hours and then rest. All right. I make sure the game is still firmly attached to, to the back, and uh, we keep moving then. Dave, am I recalling correctly that he said if we don't see him by lunch, that's not a good sign? Correct. The other thing that he had told you is that you know that by the time you hit lunchtime, you should hit a split in the trail 
where it heads off either further down while it's steeper, you know, it seems like the more traveled path uh, versus a less traveled path that kind of veers a little up to the left. Which way did Val go? I'm following his tracks. So Thandor, you and Corrin are probably walking around together. So at the same time, Corrin, you notice that he appears Val tried to leave a false trail heading the direction he told you to go. And that looks like he may have doubled back. Thandor, you notice almost completely hidden by everything. Um, you know, a little bit of a note <laughs> on just a little bit of a scrap of paper. Just, yeah, barely noticeable under a rock with just the edge sticking out. I found a geocache, everyone. I'll pick up the note. So, yeah, so yeah, you pull the rock off off of the note and you read Elvish? Nope, Fezzik does. Fezzik, I think this is for you. Okay, yeah, so Fezzik, when you're handed the note, you see that it says, proceed with caution. Yeah, I'll be along. And then, you know, it, instead of Val, it just signed V. So he's saying proceed with caution, meaning he wants us to keep going left, guys, but if he backtracked and it's really gone right, do you think we should go help him or should we really just wait? I'm not I'm not happy that we haven't found him yet. Why would you double back and create a false trail? Because he wants us to go left. I think he thinks whatever it is is to the right, but he doesn't want us encountering it. Or something may be trailing him, too. He did say that there's a chance that whatever it is is actually behind us, but he said if it's behind us, it's not a threat, meaning that it's moving on and continuing back, not ahead of us. He was more worried that it was ahead of us. Can we explore that trail to the right? You can. Yeah, that's uh, totally an option. I'll stand up and start making my way down the trail. Uh, just kind of trotting down, but hesitantly. I'm only going to go a couple hundred yards down the trail. I rolled an 18 on survival for investigating the trailhead. Okay. So, you know, you, you see that, yes, it, it looks very intentional that a false trail was left to lead. You know, whoever followed him you know, down to the left, that you know, the note was very carefully placed. But you do see that just as obvious are tracks that go down to the right and keep going going into that canyon he told us to stay away from? Yes. All right, so I'll follow, I'll come back and go back into gnome form. Like, yeah, it, it looks like he went down that way. You, you see Phil hold up his hands like, what? <laughs> yeah, he seems to be concerned that you guys are stopping for a long time. While they're waiting there, you kind of see him reach over and like tell Viver to stop something. I don't know, guys. What do you think? Do we go to the right and hope that we find Val and help him, or do we continue left like he wanted us to? I think we continue like he wanted us to. He is a big dragon. What's your relationship with him, Stanton? Is he someone we can, like... I, I assume we, we trust him implicitly, and... I mean, he seems friendly enough to me, but just... We trust him implicitly and explicitly, and he would be going out of his way to make sure that we were safe to complete our tasks ahead. I am concerned, though, that he went off and, you know, just basically left as he did. I think he would have informed 
all of us what was going on if he could. I think for now, what we do is we stick to where we need to go and we just hope that as we get closer to dinner, we can either pick his trail back up or be prepared to go back, double back and help him as needed. So what do we give him? Marcus, which is the fastest way to your house, to your village? Marcus. Marcus, this is technically the wrong direction. And he points back and you know, a little bit to the north. <laughs> All right, as we look at the map though, in terms of what we're trying to do, complete the, complete the 12 stations, this still takes us towards York's direction in the north, right? Didn't Val say he was sending us in the direction of somebody who would get us the rest of the way there? Yeah, Marcus says the same thing. He's like, I think Val was taking us to someone who has a teleportation circle that can get us to my home quicker than we can travel on foot. Or Snow Leopard. I could go faster. It's the rest of us that wouldn't be able to keep up with you pointing to my very short legs. <laughs> I think we have to trust Val in terms of what he's looking to do. Let's let's keep heading the trail towards the left and be prepared as necessary to double back or follow up. How late in the day is it right now? It's it's only noon. Okay. Guys, just just to remind you, he said if we don't see him by lunch, there's a problem. Can you confirm that it was Val who wrote the note? My challenge is I don't I don't speak a right elvish. If he couldn't handle a problem, what makes you think that we can? I was just saying. No, well, sometimes, sometimes even a even a big dragon has problems with hundreds and hundreds of little creatures. Death by death by halfling. I'm not inclined to leave a new friend out to dry, even if our aid would be very limited. But I'm kind of with Stanton on this. I don't know what we could do if it's so big a threat that he's afraid of it or that he has gone off to challenge it on his own that way we don't get wrapped up into it i'm not sure how much we can actually do to help him one would argue again he hasn't he hasn't steered us wrong from my from my past dealings with him he has not he's never steered me wrong there have been times where he has let's how can i put this tactfully He's withheld information more to keep us keep us safe rather than to give us information that would cause us to doubt and, and to and to be fearful. I think, in terms of the big picture, the things we're trying to get done, we we need to we need to keep bearing to the left. I'm with Lord Stanton. Wherever our lordship should go, we should go too. Oh, don't don't please don't start this again. All right. Bezik snickers behind his hand. I'm going to flash back into Snow Leopard form and just kind of skitter away from George with the twitching tail. Kind of like, you know, the cat who just hit the ball of yarn out of the knitting basket. Or push the glass off the table. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, as you guys are kind of you know, ch chitter-tatting, you see that Phil and his brother have once again started wrestling <laughs> as, as if the downtime is you know, needs to be occupied. Fandor, can you break Phil and not fill up? Let's get moving again. Murtis. Biver. You know, after a second, they stop, look over at you. And we start walking. Yeah, they see you motion, kind of dust off. And, you know, you see Viver get one last push in on Murtis. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they start to follow. If nothing else, we'll keep pressing this way to find a better place to better place to fix lunch and, go, and reassess. And let them wrestle. 
All right, we'll find a place big enough for them to wrestle. Fine, let's keep moving it. It's very unlikely you will find a lot of places that are big enough for them to truly wrestle because it's very narrow paths. Uh, the stream we stopped at to get the water and everything else, that can you bearing the left or is it, is it start to move away from us? No, you, you saw that probably about 30 feet down, it kind of dropped off into a gully and you think it might, may have been feeding an underground stream somewhere. All right, okay, I'm glad we all filled up then. All right, let's keep bearing left. Mountains on the left. Yep, so you follow that for probably another couple of hours. Fezzik, one of the things you remember him saying is that kind of the tallest peaks in the area will end up being in front of you. You definitely feel like you're heading in the right direction. <laughs> kind of see them approaching you know as, as the afternoon wears on you do see that you're going to have to make one fairly steep climb to then kind of go down in between the between the two but that the path does seem to cut up right between those two peaks well do we do we want to stop and eat here or do we want to do the climb and then eat I, I think we should stop before the climb which gives us a chance to try to locate Val or give him a chance to catch up sounds good so yeah, if you want, you can do a real quick investigation to see what you spot in the area or survival, whichever you're better at. 25. 20. Uh, 20 in survival. 20 in survival. Yeah, I got a 10 in investigation, so. Well, you've been busy keeping keeping the giants out of trouble. You're you're a little distracted. It's a Phil and uh, his brother sit down and <laughs> just kind of wait while you guys kind of look around. Um, so Fezzik, I believe you had the best... <laughs> Best role. Everybody, you know, you, you know, you're feel like you're taking it all in. That you feel that like he's pointed you down a very clear path. But Fezzik, you of all people think that it's a little bit too clear, um, and that you know, you kind of feel a little bit suspicious about how clear it is. Hey guys, this is sus. My, my 14 year old scout would uh, would you know, tell me I'm cringe. Oh, I haven't heard that one yet. All right. Even, even more reason that we need to regroup. So the question is, all right, so let's let's eat, let's, you know, cook these rabbits up. And uh -huh. um, how many do we have? Um, eight, eight or nine. Nine. Yeah, nine total. Yeah. Nine. There's not going to be enough for the orcs. So do we have any leftover deer meat for them? That's a good question. Mm, I guess, uh, you know, roll. Is there a preparedness roll, George? Give me a scout's roll with a plus two. Oh, with well, a plus two, then let's make it a 26. How about that? 26. You were smart enough to at least plan ahead to have some of the meat from last night brought with you. So, yeah, you see them kind of reach down and they basically grab the deer equivalent of a turkey leg. Okay. Anybody else watching, keeping an eye on what we're trying to do? Maybe, uh, perimeter guard, observation, whatever you want to call it. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to start walking perimeter and just start circling the area that we're in investigating both a little bit forward, but kind of in the direction I feel like that right trail would have taken also. Okay. And Thandora will rest a little, um, try to get a short rest in, but he'll have his javelin out in his lap, the javelin of warning. Thandora, with the javelin of warning, you don't get any hits, at least during the lunch hour uh, on it. Things in the immediate area, as far as you can tell. Fezzik, roll a perception while you're, or survival, whichever you're better at, while you're walking the perimeter. 16. Describe for me kind of the route you're taking around the area. Are you heading up towards the top of the rise? Are you staying, you know, kind of just near the trail? How, how are you investigating? I start by going forward on the trail, just to investigate forward, because you want to see what's further ahead of us. Um, and then from there, I'm going to swing off left, right, is uphill. 
So I'm going to swing towards the left because that will give me a view going down also while I make a big giant circle out and around the group. So, you know, one of the things you notice with the 16 is that when you start to head down into the valley you know, behind, in front of you, um, that you're going to have to kind of wind your way through you know, rock formations and that, you know, there's plenty of places that things could be hiding in, you know, where, where those rocks kind of block your view. So I have my longbow out. It's, you know, it's notch, it's not drawn or anything, it's, but I carry it in one hand, notch already ready to go for in case something does jump out at me. If I feel like there's, like I'm hitting like a rock or something big is gonna be behind, I'm little, so a lot of things are big. <laughs> I try to be more stealthy and I, you know, as I search and go around those things. As you're making your way through the, the rocks, you can kind of see that, yeah, you'll probably have to go maybe a quarter of a mile until you start to then head back up. At, at, the, at the distance, you start to see what look like these very tall, not giant size, but fairly tall shapes in the rock that seem like they were, you know, carved. If you had to go just on the sense you got them, they appear to be statues or some sort of carving out of rock that is like kind of guarding the path. You would assume that, you know, that, that just meant that, you know, that somebody had been here and that this was some way of marking it. The only reason you would know that people would put something like that out here. I'm going to go up and take a closer look at one. You're just going to continue on by yourself? Yeah, because I like to touch things I'm probably not supposed to touch. I just want to point it out, this time it is not me. Just saying. By the time you get down towards the bottom and it starts to rise up, you see that the rocks are getting a little less dense, that there's less of the giant boulders laying around. Not that there aren't any, but that the path the, you know, seems to be clearer cut up up through, whereas it was a bit windy getting down here. As you're heading up, see that, yes, these uh, statues appear to be elegantly carved statues. They almost have an angelic look to them, but they don't have wings. So I'm not religious, but do I get like a vibe off of them? You know, sometimes you just get that feeling about things. Roll perception. 17. They kind of creep you out. They don't belong here or that yeah, they're meant to be scary. Okay, so I get chills and I say, that's creepy. <laughs> um, I do get a good look at them, right? Just so at least so I can get a good, you know, so I can do like a description whenever I get back. Um, yes. Okay, all right, so, uh, <laughs> so I'm not gonna go further forward. Those things are creepy. So I'm gonna head back, you know, in that general direction and then veer off like I had planned and start making my rounds. Roll a perception as you do the rounds. 21. With your 21, you notice that uh, the terrain shifts, that the types of, yeah, the, the, the rocks closer to the trail appear to be a little bit different than the type of style of rock that the boulders that you're seeing in this area are a bit more jagged here, whereas they were smoother down by the road. I just go backward a little bit, you know, just to get to one of those smoother ones and I tap it. You know, like knock on it. Yeah, it feels very much like stone. Maybe it was a dragon egg. I don't know. Do I feel like maybe this was an area where there used to be a lot of water, so it's more warm? Roll in an insight. I'm far more perceptive than I am insightful with my seven. Okay, yeah, with with your seven, you, you'd probably suspect that, yeah, if it rains, water goes downhill. Yeah, but yeah, you're de definitely just left with any impressions that you had from before. You didn't get any kind of new insight. Okay, keep going. What are the rest of you uh, doing while this while she's off investigating? 
making sure everyone else gets fed, throwing the grounds in a, in a, in a pot, putting some coffee on. I'm basically just, and while that's happening, I'm just, just doing a quick visual scan, not leaving the, not leaving a fire unattended, which would be a bad scout-like thing to do. In fact, you, you know, you have, you've actually had a helper. Marcus has been very helpful to you doing all of this. He you know, seems to be trying to make friends with you. So he, you know, has asked you all, all kinds of questions about uh, you know, how you got mixed up with, you know, his, his uh, he claims they're friends. I don't know if Fezzik would own <laughs> to being friends with Marcus. <laughs> he, see, he seems heartened to have you with, with the group. Well, as, and as we're conversing then, we're both kind of scanning the, the general environment horizon and a quick sweep then, let me just see twice. With a, with a perception of 25, am I seeing anything or sensing anything while we're standing here? You become very curious about the path you see Fezzik taking as, as he does his patrol, probably raising more questions than it's answering to, to watch. The more challenging things is do I, do I basically yell and call her back and raise attention or do I basically just fret over this? Corin, what are you doing? I'm going to go ahead and climb up the mountainside just a little bit so that I'm on a perched on a boulder overlooking the entire group and I kind of kind of see the surrounding area and then I'm going to lounge in the sun and just observe from my perch what's happening in the surrounding area. Snow leopards probably have pretty good vision so you would probably see these statues you know off in the distance as well. Okay. Kind of you know at the top of the rise you know as you know, the path cuts between the two mountain peaks. And Thandor, what are you doing? Keeping the peace between the brothers. He's sitting there just watching them and making sure they don't start causing problems and bringing too much attention to us and taking a short rest. Okay, are you sitting between them? I am not that I am not that stupid. I would not sit between the hill giants. <laughs> he may be a little dense at times, but he knows better to do that. He'll just like tap his shoulder or tap his foot. Just curious. Fezzik, you eventually finish your loop. Um, and end up back with the group, uh, you know, and uh, you do see, you know, as you approach Stanton, yeah, I assume your eyebrows might raise. Mm-hmm. Yes. What? You were gone a little long and started worried that we have to go rescue two of you. What did you see? Um, I wasn't gone all that long and I was totally fine. But hey, I saw these crazy statue things that, like, if you go down the hill and back up the hill a little bit, and they're weird. They're wiggy, weird. Somebody put them there. Are, are they on the trail? We're going to run into them? or? You... Yeah, you got to go between them, but they're freaky. Here, finish your lunch. Thanks. And the coffee's almost ready. Yeah, no, you haven't heard from Val yet. Um, and in fact, the afternoon does seem to be stretching on at this point. It's not sunset, but you know, it, the, the afternoon is wearing on. The shadows are getting a little bit longer. So you do feel like you probably, wherever Val was sending you, you continue along the path. Um, because it really seems like it's the only option other than to turn back. All right. So at this, at this point, lunch lunch is more or less wrapped up. Coffee's being brewed. We're we're, we're trying to keep things moving along here. Uh, has the weather changed? Has anything else changed in terms of perception? Because we know, based on what Fezzik told us, where we have to go. But we still haven't seen or heard more back from Val. If you're saying that these statues are creepy deepy, then I want to I want to go past them while the light's still good, rather than be stuck in the dark with him. And Marcus, I get Marcus standing next to me, I guess nods in agreement. And let's get lunch cleaned up and packed up. 
Orin just gets up and leaves his rabbit, or what's left of it, on the boulder and just comes back down to the party. Yeah, so you're leaving a little bit of a trace. Don't waste food. I tell Corin, go back and get it. Okay, Corin brings back the meager remains of the rabbit that he's been gnawing on. Essentially, you have the head, part of one leg, and the tail left, and he just kind of drops it at Fezzik's feet. The head is the best part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop the head off and toss it for Corin and see if he wants to chase it. So as it goes rolling down the trail, Corin's eyes get really, really big, and then he starts pouncing on the head as it rolls down, trying to get it. Get it, boy! Get it! Come on, bring it back! Yeah, don't, don't, don't let the giant see that. All right. So yeah, you're following it along the trail. Uh, does that, I guess, that mean you're going to continue to you know, go up over the rise and down, kind of weaving through the, yeah, you know, the boulders that mark the, the the edges of the trail. Yep. By the time you clear the, the winding path in the boulders and are starting to head up towards the statues, with the sun to its back, you see a figure kind of step in to the space between the statues and uh, then stand and it appears to wait for you. Uh, so obviously I'm going to go stealth with a 22 up into the, up into the ridge line, just away from the party. Hello there! A very familiar voice says, Please continue forward. I would speak with you. Bad voice. And you immediately recognize it as Talgon. I would parley with you and tell you to turn back. 